which is taken from the Gospel of Luke chapter 4, from verse 1, verses 1 to 12. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell the stone to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will be all be yours. Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift up you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, it is written, it is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. Here hence the reading of God's word. Amen. Amen. I thank God very much for this morning. Um, but please, I want you to know that I was a Calvarian. I'm still a Calvarian before I became a general director. Uh, so, uh, see me in the eye of a Calvarian. Press on. Victory. Victory. We thank God for today. I want to use this opportunity to say a very big thank you to our senior pastor, Reverend Dr. Fred Degby, and the leadership for this wonderful privilege to bring God's word and also to give Scripture Union Ghana opportunity to promote, uh, we call it Bible reading promotion. This is the month for Bible reading promotion, and we do that together with the church. And I'm glad to say that my church, Calvary Baptist Church, is the first church in 2021 to give us this privilege. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I thank the leadership. Thank you, Pastor Kinsley, uh, the, the resident pastor. He's also an SU boy. He's an SU boy, so I'm at home. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Our topic for today is a closer walk with the Lord. A closer walk with the Lord in 2022. A closer walk with the Lord in 2022. 
we have few weeks to enter a new year. And I trust that it's just appropriate for us to consider how we can work closely with the Lord as we enter the new year. Hallelujah. I will spend the little time that I have to give the sermon and then spend a little to introduce the Scripture Union Devotional Guide. Thank you. Please, shall we bow our heads for a word of prayer? Father, our gathering is unto you. We are here to hear from you, not from man. I pray and bring myself under the power of the Holy Spirit. And I pray for my brothers and sisters here. The Lord, you will speak to us. May we hear your word clearly as a friend speaks to the friend. We pray, O oh God, that your power will move among us. Bring understanding and illumination into your word. And help us to be able to live by it. We thank you, Father. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. A story is told of a little boy who was walking through with a father in a thick forest. They were returning from a farm to their home. All of a sudden, there was a violent storm. Branches of trees were falling. Some animals were running across. But the boy showed no sign of he being afraid. So the father asked, are you not afraid? The boy answered, but dad, you are here. Hallelujah. When we walk close with the Lord and obey his commands, we will have no cause to be afraid of the future. Hallelujah. The Lord cares for us. He knows us. He knows yesterday, he knows today, and he knows tomorrow. He has called us to take good care of us. In fact, he has good plans for every one of us. As Jeremiah 29, 11 says, God's plan for us is to prosper us and to ensure that we have hope and a good future. God has good plans for us even in the coming year. He has gone ahead of us and has laid things in line for his purpose for our lives to be fulfilled. Hallelujah. But the fact that God has plans for us is not automatic. Fathers can have good plans for their children, but sometimes their children turn out to be bad boys and bad girls. So you have, you have parents crying over their wayward children. Why? Meanwhile, the parents were not wayward. 
This is the reason why it is important for us as we move into the coming year, we will consider walking closer with Jesus. Say amen. amen. Jesus the Christ is our perfect example to walk on the pathway of God. He faced both pressures of adversity and temptation to sin. Sometimes we think that Jesus, because he's God, he did not have the instinct of sinning. But he's also fully man. As a man, Jesus was tempted to sin. He passed through all the challenges that we pass through. And Hebrew tells us that that qualifies him to be our savior. Hallelujah. Can I please take of this? Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. So Jesus, the Christ, becomes our perfect example of fulfilling God's plan, God's purpose, God's agenda for our lives. In his encounter with Satan, the adversary in Luke chapter 4, as it was read for us from verses 1 to 13, Jesus was completely victorious in that encounter. He was victorious not because of his name Jesus. He was victorious not because of even his position as the begotten son or begotten child of God. He was victorious of three key attitudes that I want us to learn from. From the verse. From the verses that was read for us. Number one, what gave Jesus victory? According to verse one, he says he was full of the spirit. So Jesus was filled and empowered with the Holy Spirit. Number two, he was equipped with the scriptures. Number three, he had his mind set on the fulfillment of God's plan and purpose for his life. I will dwell more on the two. He was equipped with the scriptures and make few comments on the one and the three. Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, the wind is opening the pages of the Bible without permission. <laughs> but I will try. It is my Bible, so. Verse 1, he says, then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan. He was led by the Spirit. After he had fasted and prayed. Being full of the Spirit is a mark of every child of God. The Holy Spirit gives us birth. So it is not a kind of going for impartation, somebody laying hands on you, 
before you can be filled with the Spirit. Once you open up and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit gives us birth. And he comes in us. The Holy Spirit changes our hearts, so to speak, to make us able to represent Christ. In fact, 1 John tells us that when we are born again, we carry the seed of God, and God is a spirit. So we are born of the spirit according to the scriptures. So, once you are born again, you are on the pathway of fulfilling God's purpose and God's agenda for our lives. Hallelujah. It is like somebody walking with a head down, and when you get born again, we are turned upright with God. So we have been set on God's pathway. How do we get empowered? We get empowered through prayer. So Jesus, yes, he's begotten of God. He has God's approval, but he waited in prayer to kind of revive and sharpen his arsenals. So we stay in prayer and fasting to get revived and to face the challenges ahead. Hallelujah. So every born-again child is on the right path. If you are not, then you are walking somewhere in danger. You're already in the hands of the enemy. And he can do whatever he likes with you. If he has a Christmas day, he can decide to use you for pepper soup. But I pray that this morning, someone will make a response to become a child of God. Say amen. amen. The second point is that Jesus was equipped with the scriptures. Jesus was equipped with the scriptures. Jesus was equipped with the scriptures. He had victory over Satan because of the word, not by name, not by the town he come from, not by his bank account, but by the word of God. Hallelujah. As we move into the coming year, we must position ourselves at a place where the word of God will come alive to us. Then it can become our weapon for victory. Oh, yes. The devil has not gone on holiday yet. Even with Jesus' encounter, the scripture says in verse 13, he left him for a season to reappear and come again to strategize. Well, he did, but he did not succeed with Jesus. But we are the little Jesuses here. He said, if I couldn't conquer your master, you are here. I have set traps for you. But before his trap can get us, Jesus had already equipped us. Say amen. amen. 
all that we need to be victorious is given to us through his word. The only way the enemy can succeed against us in the coming year is to deny us access or ability to meet with him through his word. It is not, we are not talking about just memorizing scriptures. If you look at the whole encounter, when the devil brought the first temptation, he said, bow down to me. Jesus said, the scripture says, it is written. He did not say that, wait, let me see Isaiah chapter so and so, what is there? No, it just came out of him. Then the devil brought the second one in verse 8. Again, Jesus said, it is written. The scripture says. He's, he's literally said that this is what I know from my father concerning the issue. It has gotten deep into him. So it did not come from memory. It came from within. Friends, you can find yourself in certain situations. You can't remember anything from here. So if all the scriptures you know are just here, once a while you look at it, when the temptation comes, you may forget where Habakkuk is. So at the third point, the devil said, well, since he knows the scriptures, let me use the scriptures to tempt him this time. Hallelujah. But Jesus knew the scriptures as life, not just as word. The Bible tells us that the letter killeth, but it's the spirit of the word that gives life. Hallelujah. Friends, Satan knows the scriptures. And he will always twist it to suit his purpose. So the scripture must come alive. And it must be obeyed. It is more important to obey the scriptures and apply it as life principles than having verses to quote. How does this come about? It requires daily, 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 daily meeting with the Father. Some of us in Africa, most of times we live with people. Um, if you are fortunate, you live with your parents. I lived with my mom for a long time. Um, the father left very early. He went on leave early. And so I was with my mom. Others live with their parents. You will realize that there are certain things that people that help you to grow, certain things that they showed you, they told you, you still remember. There are certain conferences you have attended with all the PowerPoints, some of the things you don't remember. Why? Because you did not live with the presenter at that conference. 
you lived with your parents. You lived with your grandfather. You lived with your grandmother. When you work closely with someone, what he or she teaches comes alive into you. So working closely with Jesus is a call for us to meet with him daily through the scriptures. We must engage with the scriptures with the attitude of building relationship with God, not just studying to go and teach. It is and it must be a daily affair. D.L. Moody said, the Bible was not given for our information, but for our transformation. How did Jesus do it? Our perfect example. In Mark chapter 1, verse 35, it is written, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed, where he met with God. He found a solitary place to meet with God alone. It is good for us to gather in church to hear God's word. That's a very good encouragement. It is good for us to gather in small groups in Bible studies. Today, COVID has caused us to have studies through WhatsApp. I pray that the impact will be the same as in person. It is good for us to meet in groups. But there is something God wants you to know personally, alone with him. Alone with him. So Jesus, as powerful as he was and he still is, made time to meet with the Father alone. I believe that was his regular practice. The story at Mark 1 tells us that the disciples were looking for him. And they, were, they, 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 they couldn't see him. And when he finished his meeting with the father and he came out, they said, Master, everyone is looking for you. As we enter the new year, we must have a secret place. Time to meet with the father. Friends, the world is getting more and more evil. And we did not to be surprised because we have been told in scripture already. Hallelujah. But the good news is that Jesus is with us. And so we are more than conquerors. This practice of meeting with God daily will help us to have our relationship with Christ refreshed every day and radiant. So you realize in scripture that after Moses had met with the Lord, when he comes, even the others, the other, desire, the other uh, uh, Israel, Israel, the Israelis, they couldn't look at his face. I had this experience when I finished, I finished school, I completed um, this form. Myself and my a friend, we decided to do 10-day fast and pray. So we went to hide at a place, an, an uncompleted building, um, and then we were praying. 
But uh, in the middle of the 10 days, we decided to come out to come and vote. It was an election year, so we came out. So when we passed home, we passed my mother's home, and she was sitting in front of the house. And then we were getting closer, we were getting closer, and I started shouting, so we were happy to see her. Then she screamed, she said, oh, so you are the people coming. I couldn't see you. I can see some glory on you. Hallelujah. I said, well, uh, that place, we don't have bathroom. We have not even taken our bath. <laughs> you know? When you meet with God, it shows on you. So don't hustle to go and get fashionable dress to look beautiful. The glory of God on you is more than beauty. Hallelujah. Make time to meet with him. Make time to meet with him. And meet with him alone. If you look through scriptures, all the successful people throughout scripture, you can talk about Abraham. You can talk about Moses. In fact, Abraham and Moses, they will always, you, you, you can always hear them. And Moses built an altar, and of, uh, Abraham especially, built an altar. Wherever he gets to, he builds an altar where he can meet with God. Then, then after Moses had gotten, gotten the law, he taught Joshua to always meet with God. So Joshua 1.8, we are told in scripture, that if you, Joshua, you want to be successful, make sure this book of the Lord does not depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. Then you shall be successful. The secret of success is in the scriptures. Hallelujah. God can tell you that this money you have placed in this bank, take it out. It is time for you to take that money out. And it happened to someone. He said, I withdrew all my investment from them, and then this happened. Well, that is God. Another person tells me, I just felt like resigning from this company, this bank. It's a, it's, it was a financial uh, uh, institution. So I told them I want to leave. They said, oh, no, why do you want to? I want to leave. I want to leave. So they had to give her all the things that they had to give her. She was in one of the top rows. She left, and the next year or two, the, the bank collapses. That was when she got to know that it was the Spirit of God speaking to her. God is ready to guide us even in difficult times. Hallelujah. Friends, as I speak, you say that you, you don't know the trouble I'm going through. That is why Jesus is calling us for a closer walk. He says, I know you. I know your weaknesses, but I have the solutions for your excellence. As I try to conclude, I want us to look at the call Jesus is giving us. Jesus, our perfect example. He says in Matthew, Matthew chapter 11, and let me read from there. 
chapter 11, verse 28, Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Hallelujah. It gladdens the heart when the people of God make time with Jesus. He says, if you are heavy burden, come to me. Even when you are struggling, you just come to me. My burden is light. And I will teach you the way of success. Life is difficult. I don't know whether it has ever been easy. Someone said that he heard a madman saying, hey, life is hard. Oh. Well, if madmen have realized that life is hard, we must get closer to Jesus. Now with the things that are happening, with COVID, with the issues, sometimes people thought that Ghana is difficult, so they had to travel outside and go and make ends meet. But today we see from outside that some of them are turning into animals because they are living by their feelings and by their senses and they have rejected Christ. This morning, the message to us, as we move into the coming year, can we make time to meet with Jesus, to meet with Christ, to meet with the one who cares about us every day before we set out so that we can become victorious. May the Lord bless us. Amen. Shall we bow our heads and pray? I will usually want us to give opportunity for us to pray and ask God for grace to obey his word. If there is any resolution that I want to make, it should be one that will cause me to meet with God daily. Grace to meet with you daily. Like the way I have my breakfast. He knows the way he takes, and I will walk with him. Father, our greatest desire this morning, as you have shown us, is to walk with you. We pray that you give us grace, give us grace to obey your word as we enter the new year. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, Scripture Union is committed to making God's good news known to children, young people, and families, and to encourage people of all ages to meet God daily through the Bible and prayer. We talk about quiet time, and because we work with young people, people think that the quiet time is for young people, is for children. Well, it's good, but it is something that you don't grow out of it, Pastor Kinsley. You don't grow out of it. 
I learned how to understand the scriptures when scripture you know, introduced me to daily power. We have two major ones for this one daily guide is for adults and then the daily power is for young people, uh, students. The difference between the two is that the passages, because this one is for students or young people and families, the passages in these ones are shorter than the daily guide. But some adults also uses, uh, use the daily power. Now we have introduced one we call daily superfood. You know, children like Superman. Now the Superman too has been corrupted. So we have daily superfood for children. Daily superfood for children, very attractive. Please get for your children and teach them to learn the practice of meeting with God. It's a habit you will want your children to have. And you, you teach them by doing it for them to see. We have brought copies, and I trust that uh, every one of us will want to have a copy and also buy some quantities for a friend for this Christmas. How to have effective quiet time is in the booklet. Um, Baptists are people of the book. So I'm not going to spend time to show how we will do it. If you open to the early pages, SU method for daily devotion, that is quiet time. It's been spelled out there. You begin with prayer, you read, you meditate, and then you respond, responding in prayer, getting to understand what God is telling you, and then you pray, you ask for grace to obey it, and then you share it, you share it, you share it. When you share, it lives with you. So when you get a copy, you will be able to know how to use it. Thank you very much for this great opportunity, and I trust that the Lord will help us. Amen. The process, the date, the plans, the voting, the processes, the people. Father, we're asking for your will over your church as it is in heaven. Father, this morning I, I come to you as a servant of God pleading on behalf of a church that is in transition. And Lord, I'm asking for grace upon grace. I'm asking for your mercy to be extended to us in all the processes. And I'm asking for the guidance of the spirit to the leadership, especially to the body of the kings who are in charge of this process. That together we can come alongside them, understand their leadership and follow. And I'm asking, oh God, whatever causes division, causes anger, whatever has even the potential to cause fight among us, Lord, we surrender it to you. That the peace of God will overshadow the church, not only in Shashi over Adabraka, Botiano, Amasaman, Oyibi, Adabraka. Father, we pray that we will come along and work like people of faith, like the priesthood of believers.